Welcome to Money Adventures with TK, a podcast for the ordinary young African who is determined to get their personal finances right. Willing to have a better relationship with your money? Well, this podcast is for you. Hello fellow trailblazers, welcome to Money Adventures with TK. So in today's episode, I have the privilege of chatting to one of the most trailblazing young women within the financial services industry. The reason I invited her here today is because I believe that she's got a lot of knowledge, industry insights that can help a young person, particularly female in this case, with managing her finances. And the reason I brought her here, it's part of it's part and parcel of me celebrating Women's Day that was on the 9th of August. So I thought let's bring some amazing content and a guest that I believe has the right knowledge and insights into how young women can manage their finances better. So I have the privilege of speaking to Untabeling and then she will introduce herself and tell us who she is and then we'll get straight into the conversation. Hi Untabeling, how are you? Hi TK, I'm good, how are you? I'm fantastic, thank you. So tell us a bit about yourself. Who is Untabeling? For the listener who is listening out there, what would you want the listener to know about Untabeling? Who is Untabeling? Um, so I'm Tabilin Mpawe, also in Tabilin Mpawe Kwadi. I studied economics and I'm currently working at one of the banks in the country um, in a management role. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely not a financial advisor, <laughs> but uh, I think uh, through the, the different jobs that I've um, been doing in the bank, um, I can actually advise, especially when it comes to uh, taking off debt. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So as a young, the first question I have today is as a young girl growing up, what do you wish you were taught about money? Um, I wish I was taught that um, um, money comes in, in different streams. It's not just a matter of going to school and uh, getting a good job. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, so you say you said you studied economics. Maybe take us through the academic journey and your professional journey, like where you started, what did you study, and maybe why you decided to study what you studied. Okay. So <laughs> in terms of why I studied economics, uh, when I completed my, my high school, um, I actually wanted to do architecture or civil engineering. I recall in my secondary levels, I actually did the woodwork and the metalwork because that's what I wanted to do. But then um, I had one of my history teachers asking me, uh, you're very good at accounting, why are you not doing become accounting? And my reason was everyone is doing it. And she was like, okay, have you heard of economics? I didn't know what economics was. <laughs> and that's when I got to see, to hear about economics and see, okay, you can actually do it and my name business administration. So I did that, got to the National University of Lesotho and graduated in 2009. And then I got employed in a bank in 2010. I resigned in 2012 to go and further my studies to do honors degree at uh, UCT. I then got employed again uh, in 2013 at the same bank. So let's let's maybe talk a bit about the resigning. What was the reason behind you deciding to, I'm going to leave my job and go back to school? So the job that I was doing, it wasn't much fulfilling. Mm -hmm. That one I can tell you. And um, because uh, I just couldn't be working and studying at the same time, I think I was looking at my age. For me, it was an opportunity just to go and see where that will end me. <laughs> so now you come back after maybe a year or two, and a, year. a year after a year studying your honours, 
and then you get back into the banking industry and then you start working again. So with the extensive experience you have within the financial services industry, what are some of the common mistakes you've seen women specifically make when it comes to managing the finances? So uh, the greatest challenge there is where people take um, debt uh, that is not very much the purpose not being aligned to the turn of the role. For instance, you find somebody just taking um, a loan for their wedding ceremony and paying it over a very long period of time. It doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Like you need to understand of the different uh, lending solutions within the bank for you to make sure that for, for the that sole purpose that you're taking to, if this is the right solution that I'm taking. So that's the one mistake that I've seen most women making. And the other one, it comes with the savings. So we have this uh, belief that you can only start saving when you've got significant amount of money, something that drops to thousands. Mm. But saving in hundreds, it also helps. Mm. And you find it's, it's one of those uh, monies that you don't need, but that come very handy during your rainy days. <laughs> I love the rainy days. So when you speak about, so you've spoken about savings and debt. So the other misconception that is out there is or a myth rather is that women aren't confident investors and being an economist um well having studied economics is there some truth to it and if so <laughs> what would you say is the reason that women are seen as not confident when it comes to investments so there is a little bit of truth in it <laughs> reasons being as women we like comfort and for us that comfort comes with security so if I'm going to be investing in a certain project, um, I'm going to make sure that uh, I've got somebody actually managing that, or at least it's very clear uh, in terms of the returns when it comes to, to that project. So investing in things like stocks is very easy for me as a woman. But if you're going to say, okay, I've got this business opportunity that I would like us to venture into, it's going to take me time mm -hmm. to times because I'm going to ask you, okay, TK, what are the repayment uh, the repayment uh, period for that project, and what if it fails? So our greatest um, limitation is actually failure. Mm -hmm. uh, the fear of failure is what is limiting us as women. But you'll be surprised on how strong are we when it comes to other things. <laughs> Interesting. So again, I think as a follow up as well is the other myth is that women are very risk averse. You know and having dealt um with a lot of well in the some a part of your career you've worked as a credit manager i would like yes. to believe you know um is that a good or a bad thing <laughs> so that's um a personal question depending <laughs> on, on who you're talking to but what i can tell you is when it comes to debt taking women are not risk averse at all um the reason why i'm saying that is uh you find that when you've got a family and you tell them okay you've got a certain amount of money that you qualify for the husband is going to say okay let, let us think about it mm. and the wife has got an answer right there <laughs> you're willing to take because <laughs> not necessarily necessarily that will be wasting the money but it's because we know the needs of the household mm. and we know what that money can actually bring to the mm. household so in terms of that thinking we are right number one so <laughs> Um, uh, the other one was around the thing. Is it, is, it, is, it, is it a good or a bad, a bad thing? Debt. Is that good? <laughs> so there's what we call good debt and bad debt. Mm. So let's maybe unpack in your view what good debt would be and what de bad, bad debt would be. Mm. So for me, there is no bad debt, especially when you know what you are taking the money 
before and as long as you have aligned that purpose with the time frame of repayment mm-hmm. i'm going to say that because there are people that believe that if you're going to buy a car through debt that is a, a bad decision simply because you're talking about a depreciating assets asset but think about it you also have someone that is going to take debt to for for their traveling or vacation and there are people that actually take credit card for that mm. simply to say this is one product i'm going to use to monitor my spending on vacation you see how intentional that person mm. is they know exactly what they're doing mm. it's not a bad decision and there comes a point in time when they're going to tell you from a credit card my limit is say 20k if i exit it says my now my spending habits it's becoming reckless yeah and for me that's not a bad debt taker mm-hmm. that person is actually intentional about and they're actually managing their finances very well mm-hmm. and you have someone on the other side that is just going to take um say a hundred thousand of a loan they have a purpose now mm-hmm. they want to do a certain business however there's a pinch in that many five thousand goes somewhere there and then, and then, and then at the end of the day the business has not been established but the purpose was was right mm. so for me at that debt it's just a debt taken for wrong reasons and then mismatching the um, that the payment period with the papers. Interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I've been guilty of taking debt to go on a holiday. <laughs> but I was <laughs> Well, luckily I paid it off very quickly, <laughs> but that's one of my financial mistakes that I've made. So the other thing is we spoke about uh, savings. Mm-hmm. So a lot of women are also part of stock fails, you know. But for me, the one thing that I always find a bit limiting is they save up to buy groceries at the end of the year they share and that's it so what are some of the ideas that comes to mind for you to say that how we can use these savings clubs to accelerate and achieve bigger financial goals okay so fortunately enough what i've seen of late is ladies coming together to form those stock fells and then having uh, uh, plans to let them uh, mature or grow into investment opportunities. So I'm one of those ladies. Like we're a group of 10 ladies. We started off in a Mahato. We didn't know where we actually would be taking it. But the one thing that we wanted was to ensure that uh, we've got our family set, especially the our kids. Uh, because when you look at how things are now, is it's, it's not guaranteed that they're next generation there will still be jobs out there but yes the jobs will be there but the the the, the supply and the demand mm. which is um a challenge now you've got a lot of supply but the demand is not actually there and you've got COVID now that has hit the economic uh, activity very hard and you you just don't know what now where you're heading so with those stock fails what i can say is uh, the ladies we just need to be intentional and let them graduate from savings into investments mm-hmm. like look, look for business opportunities and other things that you can actually do like you don't need uh, to reach a million your savings you can actually start small mm-hmm. yeah. interesting and i think for me the other thing as you you spoke about legacy you know and creating a future for your kids and creating opportunities for whatever you want to achieve you know so the other question that comes to mind is research indicates that women are living longer than men you know so from a retirement planning perspective um i suppose a lady would resign at retire at 60 or 65 and then live maybe 25 to 30 years longer 
post that you know so in your view what is the why is it important for people to start planning and thinking about their retirement so it is very important because when you get to to that age there's a lot of um health needs that you need to make sure that they're well uh, catered for like for instance you've got your medical aid benefits that you have now you just need to make sure that the medical aid type that you have entered into what does it mean once you reach your retirement age does it mean that i will still need to continue contributing or it stops when i reach retirement but i will still need to to get those benefits mm -hmm. so if it's not going to be giving you that then it says that is if you still need to be contributing you now need to sit down now and look at what your expenses look like and then start to have the different income streams that are going to help you maintain that need once you get to your retirement age mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then the the last question that i have well second last question that i have is in the article I wrote last week, I was emphasizing the importance of having a will, a valid will at that. And what I've seen is a lot of households in Lesotho are not very comfortable with talking about wills, you know. So in your view, why is it, what are, what are your views when it comes to planning for your estate and having and actually sitting down and preparing a will? So <laughs> the reason why we don't talk about wills is because Khalibasutu, we think they are associated with death mm -hmm. and we don't like talking about death. But the times um, we should, they, they actually saying otherwise, um, COVID, we don't know if you'll still be here next week or what. So what does it then say about your, your kids and your loved ones? So I think uh, we, st we now need to be talking about, uh, about um, having wills and understanding that they're not solely the responsibility of the husband mm -hmm. like as the woman as well even if you're not working but you need to understand the finances of the house and the wealth of the household where do they sit we know they will always be coming in when the husband passes away mm -hmm. and you need to be mentally ready for whatever happens mm -hmm. and i think it also emphasizes the importance of actually protecting your kids you know if you're a parent because in in an instance where you die without a will suddenly come in and now they want to take over and many a time i've seen kids being left well family assets being taken away from the kids as beneficiaries so i think you've really pretty much summed it up and then in closing what are your closing remarks for a young lady or young man listening to money adventures with tk um, what do you want to leave them with so for the young ladies out there um like I said, we all want to be the real housewives. So <laughs> just make sure that you've got, say, minimum of three income streams. Mm -hmm. It doesn't come easy, but there's uh, a lot of things that you can actually explore. Um, just having your job alone where you are in an employee is actually a time, a ticking. Mm -hmm. And you don't know now when will your employer say, okay, times are tough and we've got to release you. Mm -hmm. So just be ready for that. And, um, start saving as well so to say you save as a lady it doesn't mean we demay your manicure we demay your makeup no you can still try to enjoy the the better things in life but make sure that you do have your savings and for the gentlemen as well what i would like to say to them is money talks in the household 
it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's actually a good thing. And a good, uh, healthy relationships, uh, they come with us talking about money and being free about it. If you've got your wife as a bad spender, it's not a bad thing. Just talk about it and take her through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, I love, love, love the last part because in the videos I shot, uh, one of the ladies actually spoke about a financial date. <laughs> so she said, just like we normalize everything else, couples, people, families should actually normalize having financial dates. So I think for me, you you really brought it home when you say that the the man also needs to be comfortable with talking about exactly. money in the household. And TK, when you talk about financial dates, <laughs> you know, um, we, we get worried about small things. Like uh, once a month, you just need to bring in your, your bank statement. Yes. I bring my bank statement and see, did we do well this month or we then there was that money that we cannot account for. Yes. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. And to say your partner cannot account for a certain money, you don't need to be scolding at him or her. But it's just say, okay, how do we do better how next do month? Better? Because remember, we are this generation that, that's got this hype with, okay, only for the moment yeah. and end. But that again. Your lonely bakery bakery will be the death of someone else. Yeah, Thank you so much, Tamele, for coming through to Money Adventures. I think this has really been a very insightful, very light conversation as well. So if you've been listening to Money Adventures with TK, remember to leave your comment below. Share it with somebody who will definitely benefit from this conversation. And then last but not least, subscribe because we're trying to build the community of trailblazers. Also make sure to follow me on my YouTube channel where I bring you fresh content on money, travel and lifestyle. Escapes with TK, money adventures with TK and just like that, we are done. This episode was to celebrate Women's Day that was on the 9th of August. To all the beautiful ladies out there, keep on smiling, keep on being beautiful and keep on managing your finances as well. And to all the gentlemen, let's keep supporting our women and protecting them against everything else that they they're dealing with and just like that love peace and money thank you guys bye you've been listening to money adventures with tk we want to hear from you don't be shy to like comment and share money's an adventure let's enjoy the ride